So we, we seem to have a controversy going between some mem members of the legislature, principally Republicans, and Governor Scott Walker over the question of funding transportation here in the state. This is a dialogue that, that is long overdue, but unfortunately um, is incomplete. So let me make a couple of observations. First of all, we need a bipartisan solution to Wisconsin's transportation problems. We need Republicans and Democrats in the legislature to come together to address these issues. Secondly, the conversation has to be about more than roads. It has to be about public transportation, which is the most efficient mechanism for moving people and goods around the state of Wisconsin. Now, if he stays with his position uh, as represented in the press release that the governor put out yesterday, he's basically effectively taken himself out of the conversation. He's made himself irrelevant to not only transportation, but the long-term well-being of the people of the state of Wisconsin, which includes Wisconsin businesses. So let's go back to what we know about 150, 200 years of history about infrastructure and transportation in this nation. Investment in transportation, investment in communications is what spurs on economic activity. That investment has been in roads, it's been in buses, it's been in rail, it's been in air, and in the communications sector, it's covered everything from tele telephones and televisions uh, to presently the internet. The governor has taken a position where he says there will be no taxes going for transportation. The point is if you invest in a good solid transportation system, it is going to more than repay that tax investment over the years. We've seen that going all the way back to the development of canals in the Northeast 200 years ago. The governor is too busy running for president even though we still have another election before the 2020 election and he's forgotten about the people of Wisconsin. Now if we're going to do this right it's got to be about more than building roads. Look at the challenges that we're facing here in Madison. We have declining ridership in our bus system because we don't have sufficient buses and space on those buses during the rush hour. It's more than just acquiring buses. We have to have storage, we have to have maintenance facilities. All of this saves the taxpayers money, this investment, because it means less pollution, less congestion, and less investment in road building, which isn't to say that there isn't an appropriate level of increases in the gasoline tax, which in fact is needed to help Wisconsin's economy. If we look at comparisons with other states, while we're talking about increasing the gas tax, there's another adjustment that's needed. We have to do something about registration fees.
registration fees need to be tied to the value and to the fuel efficiency of the vehicle. The Wisconsin system of one fee for all vehicles, regardless of the degree of pollution they create, is outdated, it's economically backwards, and that is an unfair tax. I, I welcome uh, Representative Nagrin's attempt to get this conversation started. I'm not sure I agree with uh, the, the, the scope of what he's, he's proposing. In fact, I know I don't agree with it, but at least it's the beginning of a conversation where Democrats tried to do more uh, unsuccessfully in the last session, and perhaps by time uh, we get into the fall, we can see some realistic proposals that are going to help the people of this state, both economically and environmentally. Coincidentally, uh, city staff is presently working on a draft resolution to uh, take to the state legislature, articulating the city's position. We're in a period here uh, during the month of August where we'll only have one, one council meeting. But as we get into September, we'll be forwarding to the city council for its consideration a transportation funding resolution for adoption to be forwarded on to the state legislature. Thanks. Yeah. What portion of Madison's transportation expenses are funded by the state now? Off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you, except that it's considerably less than it was 20 or 40 years ago, and the biggest difference is in regards to public transportation, both in terms of operating costs as well as the uh, acquisition of new, more efficient equipment. Chuck, do you have any of those numbers off the top? Uh, currently, the state provides 32% of Metro Transit's operating budget. 20 years ago, it was 42%. So on roughly a $50 million budget, that 10% equates to about $5 million in less purchasing and service out on the street. Are there other funds coming in than just for Metro? Well, we had assistance on, on certain state highway projects. But as we can see with the chaos that we've all been experiencing for several years now and which will continue on Verona Road, um, that is one of the most uh, troublesome parts of, of the state activity, which is the unreliability of the construction projects and, and the length of time that we're going to see disruption to the economy and the fact that it is singular in that it is only for um, uh, private vehicles and not for public transit. So Walker's approach is to this shortfall is just kind of cutting his way out of it. What's your response? Not, not a, that's not cutting it. He, he says here in his release, um, raising taxes and fees is not the answer. Um, under our administration, we'll keep it keep it a priority to live within the means of the hardworking people of Wisconsin. Well, that's, that's just nonsense. It's gibberish. Uh, as, an as a family expands, you don't expect to have the same size household budget for food and, and housing and transportation when it's a family of eight 
as opposed to what it was when it was a family of three. And as we grow in this state, as we add more capacity, as we attempt to have more businesses, as we're moving more people to and from work, school, recreation, we have to have more of an investment. I, mean, I just, it's, it, it, it befuddles any logic uh, to examine the, the, the governor's approach and not come to the conclusion that this is a disaster for the people of Wisconsin. It's also a disaster just focusing on road building. We know all of the benefits. I mean, there's been studies now that go back 60, excuse me, there's studies that go back 50 years which demonstrate when you look at the total sum of the costs and expenses, it is far greater to take care of the automobile when you're talking the road building, the parking, the congestion, the police, law enforcement for traffic, as opposed to investing those dollars in public transit. The Europeans have got it. They figured it out long ago. So did the Japanese. Now, uh, let's see if the so-called most advanced nation in the world with a state that's supposedly going to be on the leading edge of economic development can catch up with reality. This is going to come down to uh, the game of chicken between uh, Voss, Fitzgerald, and the governor. I mean, they're going to have to... You know, is there going to have to be a veto override? Because he, he, I, I he's think, hardcore on yeah. that. I, I, I think, and this is why uh, it's critical that it be bipartisan, that we're going to have to not just obtain a simple majority in both, uh, both houses of the legislature, but we're going to need a veto-proof two-thirds, which means it's going to require both parties. And this isn't the complete package. Because don't forget, there is still that transit part of it, and that means we're going to need enabling legislation for the creation of a regional transit authority, not just for the Madison area, but for other, other uh, parts of the state, and we have to have mechanisms for funding. And, and, and that is something that we know that the governor is, is, to, is in opposition. But I, I, I call on, on, on Voss and, and the other leadership to come up with something that works. I'm willing to take the responsibility for, for the taxation and the spending. We just need the authority to make it work. It would seem, though, that uh, the Dems have not exactly had a lot of bones thrown their way. Uh, for them to help out the Republicans in this is going to require a big uh, well. Well, up until now, in terms of all legislation, the Republicans have insisted upon crafting legislation that is solely a Republican uh, product, and the corollary to that is the Democrats have made it very clear that uh, they will not uh, support any uh, what they consider to be poorly thought out Republican proposal. If we're going to meet the transportation needs of this state, both in terms of the roads and in terms of public transit, it is going to take two parties. Both parties, both houses of the legislature have got to come together, and it also means a partnership between the state government 
and those of us at the local level. Um, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to discuss with, with Representative Voss uh, and others how we can create regional transit authorities and fund them and make them accountable to the voters, to the public, uh, who are going to pay for these systems. The governor didn't mention borrowing. And this biennium, something on the order of $500 million has been borrowed for transportation. Is this off the tape? The, the, the complete Wisconsin system of financing uh, government has to be examined. There are reasonable levels of borrowing. And the borrowing should only be for capital investments. Uh, capital investments, whether they be roads, whether they be buses, or whether they be trains. Because one day there will be a state administration that will get us the required rail that we need uh, to make Wisconsin work. But dealing with it immediately, there has to be an increase in revenues, which is necessary not only for the immediate cash outlays, but to pay for the borrowing. And, 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 and that is something uh, which you know, we've got challenges here in the city of Madison, but the challenges at the state level are even greater. Okay? Thank you all very much.